You're listening to the Monday Recap with Bishop Patrick Sutton, pastor of the Grace Community Fellowship Church, the City of Grace. So today in worship, Bishop talked about frustration and contentment. And I think it's important that as we go into the last part of this year and people are starting to make plans for how they want 2020 to look, we begin to shape our outlook and begin to shape our perspective um, so that we can be adequately prepared to go into this year and really be the best that we desire to be. One of the points that you raised today was frustration always precedes a failed expectation. Mm-hmm. Can you expound on that a little bit for us, Bishop? Um, yeah, because the reality is, you don't you don't, you you get frustrated behind something that you expect it, it didn't happen, and now you're frustrated. It's like by now, you you feel like man, I should have some some type of change in my life. I've been expecting change. I've been expecting a movement. I've been expecting a, a promotion, and they haven't happened yet. And man, now I'm frustrated. And you look at the root of the uh, frustration is all because of you was expecting something that haven't happened yet. How how can we manage this frustration and we get out of out of this? How can we manage that? Understanding that even though it haven't happened yet, you gotta find a level of contentment. Mm-hmm. You gotta find a level of gratitude. I believe this. It's not Bible, but I believe um, that if there was a big sin or little sin. I would say the biggest sin we commit is the sin of ingratitude. We don't say thank you enough, and we don't find thank you in the small things. We're looking for a big bang theory. Mm-hmm. But, man, when was the last time you just said, God, I thank you that, man, I just took my last breath? Now, somebody might think that's too deep or think that's, you know, not realistic. Okay, let's go deeper then. When was the last time you just said, God, I thank you that I was able to put $5 worth of gas in my car? Man, God, I thank you that I was able to get from point A to point A. The, the other day, I had to get a I had to get a tie, and when I looked at my tie, the thread was coming loose from the um from the rim, and all I could do was say, God, I thank you that the tie did not uh, blow out while I was driving. Somebody else might think that's small, but man, uh, I said thank you because it didn't blow off, and something small can become big just by your gratitude for what didn't happen. Last week when we were in service, we were talking about preparation and you said some things about vision. Um, One of the things that you said uh, is act like a thing is so even though it ain't so until it is so. Mm -hmm. You said act like a thing is so even though it ain't so until it is so. One of the biggest problems that we have as humans, especially as Christians or believers, we wait till we get a thing, and then we want to perform that thing. But you have to begin to act like you already got it before you get it, and then when you get it, you understand that you got it. See, the problem is, the problem is, we trip in the process. I'm gonna act like a thing is so, even though I don't have it yet. But then, man, until it manifests itself. Now, once it manifests itself, now all I can say is thank you. I got a cliche for you. Don't wait till the battle's over to shout. If you learn how to shout in the process, you appreciate the promise when it comes. So, Bishop, one question to understand is that uh, when we look at, you saying, preparation and uh, building our faith, and we could tie it into being contentment because... Webster defines contentment as an emotional state of satisfaction that can be seen 
as a mental state. So as a believer, uh, how can we become satisfied in the area that we are in our life? And the truth be told, uh, our area is frustrated. Our area is irritated. Our area is aggravated. And you're delivering and saying to be content is to be satisfied. But the truth be told, I don't want to be satisfied where I am. So how do I, as, as a believer, stay satisfied and where I am, but to understand and know that the promise is coming? Uh, contentment also is defined as a state of happiness and satisfaction. We find happiness in everything else but God. <laughs> how do we find contentment in this thing? I'm frustrated. Get your happiness, get your expectation off of a thing and then put your happiness or your expectation on the one that can give you the thing. Yeah. Happiness simply is, I'm only happy for that moment, or I'm, I'm only happy when I get it. Can you still be content riding a, riding Uber? Man, at least I had money to pay for Uber. Yeah. At least I had money to buy, to get Lyft, uh, to get Lyft. But we so busy tripping on, I don't have the vehicle, but God still provided transportation. So Paul said, in whatever state I'm in, I've learned to be content. Content don't, simply, don't just simply mean I'm satisfied. I'm still going to push past this point. But while I'm pushing past this point, I'm not going to complain. So so could you say, and this, this is a good question to raise, as us as millenniums, could you say that um, there is a difference between being contentment and settling? Is there, is there a difference between being content and settling? And settling. Because some people would say, uh, Errors say that people or us millenniums, when we say we're content in areas in our life, uh, they will say, well, you're settling. I'm happy where I'm at. Don't mean I want to stay here, but don't mean I'm settling. Is there a difference between contentment and settling? It depends on how you define your settlement or what are you settling for. Now, I would say, me personally, I'm not, I'm always trying to evolve. Mm -hmm. I'm never just satisfied. Even if I take an inch, if I um, now that's me. That's me. It all depends on how you define satisfied, or how do you find what makes you satisfied. Uh, satisfaction um, it becomes personal. Um, are you are you settling because you don't want more? My my biggest question to believers: Why don't you want? We serve a God that's more, that's that's more than enough. So my my question is always, why don't you want more? You know, and I don't know if that's answering your question, but um, that's just my question back, and you don't answer a question with a question. But my my, my question is always for a believer, why you don't want, why 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 you don't want more? Now unto Him, that's able to do exceeding abundant above all we can ask or think. So my question is. Why, 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 why you don't want more? Because the reality is, I can't think as big as what God want to give me. God want to give me big while I'm settling for mediocrity. So, Bishop, as we're getting ready to round this out, this is we're in the lab, the final stretch of 2019. We literally have five more weeks left. We have five more weeks left of this year, and everybody is making their plans. They're doing this new year, new me situation. Everybody trying to get they, trying to get they. Uh, they come up on, they're trying to do their glow up, they're trying to do all of this. Uh, and one of the things that you said last week is that preparation starts now. 
a lot of people have this mindset, okay, when January 1st come, now I'm going to be the mm-hmm. best. When January 1st come, now I'm going to do this. Now I'm going to go to the gym. Now I'm going to change my eating habits. Now I'm going to start saving. What can you say to that, to these people who are going to basically mess over these next five weeks and then wait till the 1st of January to decide that they're going to finally get on the right track? You must understand that change is not connected to the tick of a clock. Just because the clock strike midnight, 12.01, if there's no preparation involved, all the clock did was changed. All the day did was changed. All the year did was changed. You need to start preparing now. If you want... Uh, a better year, a better you, or however you want to make it, you know, 2020 my year, 2020 year of vision, 2020 is the year of dreaming, 2020 is the year of manifestation. You can say all of that, but until you prepare, and one of the biggest mistakes that we make, and that's a big P word, that's a cuss word to us, and that's called procrastination. Why do we put out for tomorrow what we can do today? So we need to start preparing now. If we want a successful tomorrow, we got to prepare today. Stop procrastinating. 2020 can be your year. 2020 can be your vision if you start preparing now. Thank you for listening to the Monday Recap with Bishop Patrick Sefton, pastor of the Grace Community Fellowship Church here in Houston, Texas. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Feel free to join us at the City of Grace for one of our worship opportunities on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m., on Tuesday evenings at 7.30 p.m. at 3130 Barbary Drive, Houston, Texas, 77051. On behalf of Bishop Sutphin and Lady T and the entire Grace Community Fellowship family, we would like to wish you and yours a happy Thanksgiving. We'll catch you guys next week here on the Monday Recap.